This is Gary W. Johnson, a.k.a. The Vintage Gentleman, coming to you tonight with something that we hope will inspire, empower, and motivate you to be a better version of yourself. And I'm going to talk to a young lady. Her name is Ty. Ty, how you doing? I'm doing good. Good, 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 good. So, Sarah, what's on your mind? What you want to talk about? Well, lately I've been having an issue with if I should disown my best friend of almost 20 years. Okay. Because she's in a toxic relationship. And that's been going on for four years, and I'm not sure if it's healthy for me to keep her in my life at this point since she decides to want to keep him in her life. But I'm not sure what to do. I don't want to lose a friendship because of a guy. Okay. Now, tell me this. Uh, how, old, uh, how old are you? I'm 28. You're 28? Yes. How old is your friend? She's 30. Okay, she's 30. Okay. And you've been friends for how long now? Almost 20 years. Almost 20 years. Okay. That's a long friendship. Yeah. And friends are hard to come by. Uh, there's a lot of people that are associates and they consider themselves as friends. And sometimes you got people that are say, uh, you're my best friend, but uh, they might not be your best friend. They may be a friend to you, but they may not be your best friend. My father told me something once when I was uh, in my early teens. I may have been 14, possibly 15. I'm thinking maybe 14 or so. He said, Gary, son, he said, you got fair weather friends in life. And he didn't explain exactly what he meant by that. He just told me that and left it there. And he said, do you think those guys are your friends? I'm like, yeah, Dad, those, those are my friends, Dad. Those are my friends. Anyway, as I went through life in my early adulthood, and I may have been 22, 23, I finally realized exactly what my father was saying. Fairweather friends, when the sun is shining and everything is good in your life, your friends are there. But when the storms of life come, and when you really need your true friends to step up, they're not there. And that's what I found out how to gauge who's my real friend and who's not. Okay, this is your friend. You all have been friends for, you know, 20 years. And I realize you're 28 and she's 30. She's in a relationship with a guy and it's toxic. And the, the negative energy that's coming toward you uh, is something that you're kind of tired of dealing with. And it's affecting you in a way that whereas you're not happy with that, you don't like it. Uh, you're not happy for her because, you know, it's a toxic relationship. Okay. Now, this guy that she's with, how long has she been with this guy? Uh, four years. How many years? Four. Four years. Have they been living together for four years? Oh, thank God, no. Are they living together right now? 
Not yet. She just recently closed on a house, and I'm afraid he's going to move in with her and take over that. Okay. She closed on a house. Does she have children? No. She has no children. Oh, wait, no. I'm sorry. She does. She has one son. She has one son. How old is her son? Just turned 14. Her son is 14 years old. Okay. Now, your friend, um, has she ever been married before? No. She's Mm -hmm. never been married. What's her relationship with that son's father? What's that like? They co-parent nicely. He's remarried, but they co-parent nicely. They they live in the same city? Yes. Okay. All right. So things are good there. Okay. So here's the thing. Uh, did, she, did she get this house on her own? She just closed on the house? No, she got it with her family, with her, um, her brother and her sister. They got a, like a three-family duplex. Okay. She's in a duplex with her brother and her sister? Mm-hmm. Her brother and her sister, they're all going to live in the confines of this one home? Well, it's three different houses all put together, so they each have, like, their own apartment. They're just all connected. Okay. And I know how duplexes are. You have one side, you know, where you have one family living there, another mm-hmm. side. Okay. But... The side that she's going to live, be living on is basically her and her son and potentially this guy that you say is, like, very toxic. Yes. Okay. Now, right now, I mean, since you've known her for that, that length of time, what does her uh, brother and sister think about this guy? They don't like him. They don't like him. And they've expressed that to her? Yes. Okay, and she decides she want to be with this guy anyway. Okay. Okay, okay. All right, here's the thing. I don't know exactly what this guy's doing to make her want to be with this guy. He may be somebody totally different from anybody else she's ever been with. I, I don't know if he's like you know, buys her nice things or takes her to different places like, uh, hey, look, let's go here, let's go there, showing her a side of life that she's never seen before. Uh, do they travel, do different things that nothing, are special? Nothing, nothing, nothing. Okay. He just, he's a taker, and that's what makes okay. it so toxic. He just takes, she has a very great, great, great job. And she has a great job. What about this guy? Does he have a job at all? He doesn't have a job at all? No, not anymore. He quit his only job. He quit his job? Yes. Okay. Okay. So, here's the thing. With you being a friend, you're supposed to be there for her regardless, and you're supposed to tell her the absolute truth. And when I say the absolute truth, uh, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to share this with you. When I was 17 years old, there was a good friend of mine. I met this guy. 
and he gave me a lot of different things that were very good and those things I hold on to to this day. And one of those particular things that he gave me, he told me, he says, man, there's three degrees of the truth. I'm like, what? He said, when somebody tell you, hey, look, man, I'm telling you the truth. He said, tell them you want the truth to the third degree. I'm like, what? He said, yeah. I said, man, what are the three degrees of the truth? He said, you got the truth. You got the truth and the whole truth. You got the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So when you talk to her about your concerns, being a real friend, whether it's going to hurt her or not, you need to make sure that you're giving her the truth to the third degree, the truth. It doesn't have to be raw. You don't have to come off as being abrasive or anything like that, uh, like you're angry or anything like that. But you have to give her the absolute truth. And, you know, when you tell her certain things like, hey, look, I'm on the outside looking in. I don't know what's got you so caught up in this guy. I hate to see yourself uh, go down like, a spiraling plane getting ready to uh, crash. I see some things that I'm thinking maybe you don't see or maybe they're not important to you. Now, tell me this. Does she ever come to you complaining about things that's going on with him? Yeah. She does come to you complaining about things that's going on that she doesn't like. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they've been together for four years. And have they been going through challenging times for those four years? Or is this something that's recently started happening? About three and a half years. Okay, okay, okay. All right. It's something about this guy that, and with her being 30, you know, I, I know she's got... A son is 14 years old. I mean, so she has been with another man. I don't know how many men she's been with in her life. But he might be doing some tricks and things in bed that nobody's <laughs> ever done before. You see what I'm saying? See, so I don't know how to handle that without coming off that maybe I'm just jealous because I'm single or because I'm not having the same type of situation she has going on. But I'm like, um, I don't know how to not come off as jealous. That's my biggest issue with voicing my concerns. Okay, here, here's one thing that you can do is keep from coming off as being jealous and like, I want my friend back so I can have more of your time, you know, because you're showing her that you're still there for her because she comes to you with her complaints and her issues pertaining to this guy. But one way you can show her that it's not out of jealousy, just have her to look at something and think about something. Say, listen, you got a brother that's on the outside looking in. He has no reason to be jealous of this guy, and he thinks this guy is bad news for you. You've got a sister. She's on the outside looking in, and she sees that this guy is no good for you. It's not out of jealousy, because you got a man now, you know, we're all of a sudden jealous doesn't have anything to do with that. It's because of the love that we have for you and we are genuinely concerned about you and your well-being. And I know that things are happening in your life 
that's not really good because you keep coming to me, talking to me about these things that's happening. And my heart goes out to you. And I feel like that you shouldn't have to keep enduring this. But you're going to have to come to a point where you're going to have to stand up and just let this guy go. Or you're going to have to keep dealing with that. But as your friend, I'm going to get to a point where I'm just going to tell you, hey, look, if all you got to do is come to me and complain about this guy, I don't want to talk to you about that. If you want to talk about something else, like something that's positive, something that's going on that's got some joy, some cheerfulness, you know, let's talk. But if you come into me complaining about this guy, which I feel like is not good for you, your sister feel like he's no good, and your brother feel like he's no good, you've got this guy around and you're putting your son in an environment that's a toxic situation. I don't know if they're raising their voices or anything like that. I don't know what's going on in the household. And a lot of times we don't know what's going on in the household unless they give you the truth to the third degree. You really don't know. But just let her know that you're not going to be entertaining those kind of conversations. And if that's all she has to talk about, you know, hey, look, I love you. You know, and take this with a grain of salt. But if that's all you have to say, don't call me with that negativity. Don't call me with that nothingness. Don't call me with that madness. I'm here for you, but I am tired of dealing with your toxic situation. And you constantly, you know, allowing yourself to stay in it. But don't pull me in it. I'm not going to be your garbage disposal. And you're bringing this to me like that. Because it's not healthy for you either. So tell me this, by the way, uh, what are some of the things that, that makes this guy toxic? Besides the fact that he is a 40-year-old man having his 30-year-old girlfriend take care of him, she pays his bills, she got a car in her name for him that she pays the car note and insurance on, um, and drains every annual paycheck she gets. Not to mention, he's very controlling to the point where, at times, me and her don't talk because he feels that because I'm single, I'm a bad influence on her. Okay. So, he's telling her that you are a bad influence. Yes. Is that correct? Yes. Well, that's a, a part of uh, <laughs> a man's uh, way of being controlling. you got some men that isolate a woman from her friends, isolate a woman from her family. So it's all about him. And, you know, Not when very. women get caught up like that, you know, I mean, it's like, they're not really a slave to him, but I mean, mentally and emotionally, uh, she's like enslaved to him. And, you know, she's financing him and doing this and doing that. You know, the thing of it is, it's, it's something about this guy that she really likes. And sometimes the heart wants what the heart wants. And that's why I say, I don't know how many relationships she's been in. You know, I know she has a 14-year-old son. But this guy might be doing some things, you know, I mean, that, you know, in the bed, 
that nobody else has done before. She might be taking her place that she's never even known about. Like, wow, I didn't know about that, you know. And so it's got to be something this guy's doing that she likes for him to be there. And I realized that he has probably worked before. He's not working now. And she's uh, spending money on him. You know, she probably feels like, I have the money. I can do it. You know, and she's not neglecting her son. And, you know, she's taking care of her bills and other things like that. And uh, she's having these maybe false hopes thinking, well, you know, he's going to be working again right now, just helping him get along until, you know, he gets back on his feet and get his job. And, you know, some men, you can help them like that. And once they get back on their feet, that's good. And I don't know, maybe at some point, if he ever did, do you know what he ever, you know, did things for her, like monetarily, buying gifts or doing things? He said, he what? He's been needy since day three. He has been requesting things that he swear he would give back, but then never returned it. Or swear it's just for one reason, it's for another. And it comes to a point where she'll put his bills before hers, knowing he's still living with his other his children's mother. And is spending the money that she gives to him on that household with his child's mother. While he lies and says they're not together. So it kills me that she's literally, because like I said, she will put his bills before hers repeatedly. And it worries me. I thought at first I thought it was just because she started dating him like right after her mom passed away. You know, they say after you during grievance he makes bad decisions and I was hoping that was just that but it's three more years later and he's still trading in her pockets I don't know what to do I'm hoping it'll pass but I'm not sure when you talk to her and uh, try to tell her that you know uh, this is toxic uh, relationship uh, does she come off as, as you know uh, being receptive or does she look at you like are you jealous now, now what's what's your impression of her reaction at first she's defensive and makes excuses for why he does and asks the things that he does but then she start to look at me a little weird when I start to voice my worry Okay. And then that's why I'm like, okay, we could just change the conversation if you feel offended because he doesn't. I've never met the man after four years. I've still never met the man, but oh, he you doesn't never like me. He refuses to meet me. <laughs> it's like I don't know who's more afraid, her or him. He knows about me. He knows what my car looks like, but he does not like me just on the strength of I choose to be single. So I'm automatically going to make her want to do single woman things. And she has a mind of her own. But he wants to control that narrative. So I don't know what's going on in their relationship, I guess. So he keeps her from me. So And then she keeps him from me, too. So I've never met the man after four years. (laughs) So it really worries me. 
but that's that's a part of that uh, being controlling. It's not a relationship anymore. It's a dictatorship. He's like her dictator. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, that's a slippery slope. But uh, being a friend, you have to voice your opinion. And like I said, not coming off as being abrasive or anything like that, but voicing your opinion. And uh, now she is aware that he's still living under the same roof uh, yeah. with, with uh She's aware of that. Which is why she's so she was so anxious to close in her house so that he could move in with her. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know if this situation is going to get worse or better. Uh, well, he might not move in and he might move in, but because his body is there with her doesn't mean that he's all in. You know, he could easily go back over there and start doing things and she'll start seeing things and maybe maybe that's what needs to happen if he moves in with her and she'll see well I've done all this for you and you're still running back over there with her you know so that might be something that might need to happen to wake her up uh, you know but uh, you know uh, she is a grown woman and uh, I still feel like the, the, the bottom line if you're going to be her friend you need to be her friend through thick and thin but don't hold back on the truth. And like I said, make sure that you're giving her the absolute truth and, and don't hold anything back. I mean, not out of bitterness or anger. And if she say you're jealous and this, that, and the other, it's like your, your brother's not jealous and he sees it. Your sister is not jealous. She sees it. You know, I'm just telling you something because I'm your real friend and I care for you. But if you're going to continue seeing him and being in a toxic relationship with him, all I'm saying to you, I want you to know I'm your friend through thick and thin, but I'm not going to allow you to bring that toxic relationship to me because I'm affected by it. So if we're going to talk, you know, I don't want to talk about anything pertaining to him unless you're telling me that you're getting ready to be done with him. Other than that, you know, I, I don't want to hear anything. You can call me and talk to me anytime, but if it's about him, you know, I'm, I'm going to cut the conversation very short. I'm not going to try to tell you to change the subject. I'm just going to cut the conversation very short. And, you know, hey, look, I've already told you how I feel about that. So if that's all you got to talk about tonight, I don't think you have anything to talk about. Hey, listen, we'll talk later. You know, and I'd get off the phone because it's not just that you're trying to help her, but you're trying to help yourself. And like I said, don't let her dump all that on you like you're her garbage disposal because you got feelings and emotions too. And, you know, when you're trying to lay down and go to sleep at night and you're trying to shut your brain down so you can sleep and rest, well, she's put all that in your mind. And you have to kind of deal with that and hash all of that out. It's like, hey, look, don't even bring it to me. But if you're a real friend, be there for her, but just let her know there's going to be times when you're not going to, you know, engage in conversation because of what's going on with her in a toxic relationship. Yeah. Okay, I think that's 
Right. You know, so you continue to be her friend unless she decides she doesn't want to be your friend anymore. And if she decides, hey, look, uh, I'm not going to call you anymore. I'm not going to be your friend. Just say, hey, listen, I hate you feel that way. I love you. If you change your mind about the friendship, I'm not going to change my number. Feel free to give me a call. You know, but if she wants you to stay out of her business or whatever, you know, I stay out of it. But uh, I refuse to let her keep talking to me about that because now she's taking you through that. And so it's not good for you. It's, it's unhealthy. Yeah. So anyway, I hope I said something that could help you. And, uh, you know, uh, like I said, the, the key component in this is showing her that you're a real friend and being there for her. But uh, at the same time, uh, you want to have your uh, mental and your emotional, uh, your spirit on a different level that's going to be higher than that. And then if she's coming with all that, she's going to bring you down because she's dumping all that on you. It's negative. Negativity. You want you want to be positive and have that positive energy. You want to be able to soar. So you know, I would just be honest with it and let her know. But like I said, don't be abrasive. You know, be kind <laughs> and nice. But just let her know that uh, you're going to be her friend. But there's certain times that uh, you're just going to kind of you know back away from her. You know, when she's talking, you know, about those particular things, and uh, you know. If she bump her head hard, you know, maybe two or three times, you know, and you're not there to, uh, for her to crown your shoulders. I don't know if her brother or sister is going to listen and she can crown their shoulders. And if she finds somebody else to talk to, they may tell her the same thing that you've been trying to tell her about this guy and the toxic relationship that she's in. And, you know, maybe she'll finally snap. Mm. Yeah. But anyway, we've got to close this one out, but uh, it's been good talking to you. And uh, like I said, that's a slippery slope, but uh, you've got to be completely honest with her. And she's your friend. you got to tell her exactly uh, what you feel about it in a very good way. 